Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 it is Wednesday night, it is 9 p.m., where I currently reside here at the GDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, about to be an icy, slippery, without power Raleigh, North Carolina. We got a hell of a storm rolling through. Uh, I told Crystal before we came on tonight, I said, listen, I don't know when the storm's going to hit. I don't know when things are happening, but we're expected to lose power. So if I can't get on the air, I can't get on the air. If I can't load up the show. But because Crystal is such so tight with Mother Nature, he gave us, she gave her a call, said, listen, we got a lot <laughs> of people depending on Mike Mullins just being on with us at DDP Radio. You called her up, and she's like, you know what? I'll hook you up. So – the storm is rolling in, but uh, they decided to give us a little bit of a window so we can bring you a live episode of DDP Radio. And for that, I thank my one and only co-host and uh, right-hand woman of Mother Nature, if you will, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, I'm I, okay. First and foremost, I did not send anything cold or wintry or anything. I didn't do it, <laughs> but please be safe. Please be safe. Uh, yes, we will. And, and our hearts are going out to everyone affected by the storm who's over uh, in Texas and stuff. And, and it's headed this way, but I hear they're in bad shape over there. So all our best to them. Um, first of all, first, we have our guest on hold here. I'm going to grab them in just a second. We have a, an awesome show yep. for you guys tonight. Christopher Flowers is on the show. We're really excited to talk to him and, and hear that story. Uh, uh, obviously, it's it's a great story because Crystal knows how to pick him. And every week, we seem to be just you know hammering out home runs with a really incredible motivational uh, stories here at the uh, DDPY uh, DDP Radio Experience. So we're excited to uh, talk to Christopher in just a few minutes. Um, if I could possibly um, indulge myself for a moment, and I don't do this very often, I don't plug things very often, but uh, DDP-wise own Garrett Sakahara um, and mm-hmm. myself filmed a series for Tony Mosier, who's an, an amazing uh, cat out in Seattle. He's been on the show, too. He's uh, one of Dallas's uh, friends, and, and he's you know a filmmaker. He was in that Pizza Man movie with uh, DDP back a few years ago with Frankie Muniz. Um, and he's a really cool cat, and he put together a crap-tastic, shit-tastic web series, and it's the stupidest, funniest, grossest. 
it's like <laughs> it's something that I could see just going viral because it's so funny and so well done and so absurd. It, kind of like uh you know, one of those uh adult swim style uh T V shows and I was lucky enough to be in it along with Garrett, who's just incredible. And uh, some some people who have been in some stuff. There's some people that we were on uh, Fuller House were in there. Uh, the Chicago Med, a bunch of actors who've done like some really cool stuff are in there as well. So I was really really proud to be asked to do that. And I uh, ask that you uh, do uh, us a favor if you're into that stupid ridiculous humor uh, to go check that out. It's called Dangerous from Tony Mosier, and I'm going to indulge myself and 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 put a little little cheap plug here for myself and of course. Uh, the G-Man himself, uh, Garrett, who is, uh, stole the show, if you don't mind me saying so. It's about eight episodes long, and it's it's really craptastic and fun and ridiculous. And <laughs> I'm pretty pretty proud to be a part of it. So Awesome. There we go. Got that out of the way. Now let's, uh, let's move along here. We got a lot to take care of tonight, Crystal. Uh, I need you to yeah. you know, put in a call to Mother Nature, make sure she uh, stows us off for the end of the show. Um, so if you want to do that for me, uh, we'll do that. And, uh, sure. first things first, we're getting ready to, uh, bring on another warrior of the week. And I know I say this every week, I sound like a broken record, but every single week you are consistent and you keep delivering the most incredible people, except for when you bring Josh McAdoo on the show. And then we get like a zero <laughs> rating every time. I didn't know it was possible to have negative listens until Josh McAdoo's episodes pop up there. <laughs> But Josh. that being said, um, I'm sure because we don't have Josh McAdoo on tonight, we're going to have another home <laughs> run. So, uh, Crystal, without any further ado, yeah. let's, uh, let's let's start uh, introing our guest for this week's Warrior of the Week, which you have hand-selected uh, uh, amongst a bunch of people that were nominated. So uh, why don't you give uh, us a, an intro for our guest and our Warrior of the Week tonight? Absolutely. So our warrior of the week this week is um, the amazing Christopher Flowers. So I'll be very honest with you. I've never talked to Christopher before, but um, when I occasionally put out calls for who do you think deserves to be warrior of the week? And he came up several times. So naturally, you know, he's very highly thought of in the community. So it just made um, sense to have him on. And I've seen his pictures and I've read, you know, tidbits here and there. And he's done really well. And I'm sure that he is going to discuss, you know, his journey with us. And I just, I can't wait. I've been waiting for this all week. I'm so excited. So please welcome my friend, Christopher Flowers. Hello. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? I got to tell you, I loved your introduction. Miss oh, a friend of Mother you. Nature. I'm a friend of Mother uh-huh. Nature, too, and I love to hear that. That was wonderful. Oh. Um, oh. And thank you for having me on, by the way. I'm, I'm very grateful to be on the show, um, and it means a lot to me that anyone would uh, recommend me. So thank you for that. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm always looking out for people, so you are very welcome. Well-deserved. So you guys are getting hit with a storm down there, huh? That's yeah, no we're, we're getting that, uh, that Texas storm that's heading out this way, so it's a pretty bad ice storm. And uh, I'm from New England, so I, I, I'm pretty much callous to that kind of stuff, but down here things just shut down <laughs> during the, <laughs> the wintry mix. 
So yeah, I'm from yeah, Metro yeah, Valley, New York. We get buried, so we're used to it. <laughs> but we're praying yeah. for you. I'm praying for you guys. So I I live in the Hudson Valley, Newburgh, New York. Oh, uh, Orange okay. County, York, just north of New York City. So I'm in Canada, and I was telling Mike Christopher before we came on the air, it's minus 25 right now. Ooh, sounds like spring. Yeah. I have to get up there. Yeah, it right? sounds wonderful. <laughs> no, um, I, think I know it's cold, but. Uh, it was good. I think with the conversion rate, what it turns out to be like 45 degrees up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I say I don't care how cold it is. If the sun is out, Ooh. I'm outside. I'm outside. I'll bundle up just to get a speck of sunlight on my forehead. Because that's how much I love it. It's so good for you to be outside. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's basically the only thing we've been able to do, you know, the past few few months and with COVID and everything. Right. Everything's closed. Well, I don't know where to go. Guys, so basically. COVID got us shut down here in New York. But um, thankfully to DDPY, um, being able to do the program and being on the, on the boards and, and staying connected, it's kept me going during what is possibly one of the hardest years of my life. Um, even the wow. beginning of this year. Um, so it's been difficult, but it's also been brilliant and amazing. Um, so it's, it's interesting well, how often those two things mix, huh? Well, well, let's talk about that. Like, okay, so uh, you obviously have a lot of people you were connected to because you got so many recommendations for the Warrior of the Week, but everyone starts somewhere. We always like to kind of start the show just getting to know each other on the air. Uh, so what sure. was your DDPY origin story? What first made you kind okay. of, uh, you know, jump in? All right. Well, um, I, about three years ago, um, I, I was spending time with my wife's grandmother, Nina. We call her Nina. Her name was Emily. Um, and she was uh, under treatment at that time for breast cancer. Um, and so I was taking her to her chemo appointments. Um, and she was 86 years old. Um, and she was struggling, and she was the type of person that if I wanted to help her do something, she would refuse and very stubbornly refuse. Um, and I would say, you know, let me help you do that, or let me help you do this, or let me, you know, whatever. I, I wanted to make sure that whatever she needed was taken care of, but she wouldn't have it. Um, so, you know, time passed, but I would help her. We went to her appointments, and, um, you know, we would talk a lot, and we would always talk about all you have in this life is this moment, is today. Um, you know, yesterday's gone, tomorrow ain't here, you have today, what will we do with it? And her and I would talk and spend time, and then she passed away. Um, so I kept thinking about that, and then I, I kept thinking about her at 86 years old, struggling with breast cancer for the second time in her life, and refusing to, like, give in. Um, I didn't understand when she wanted to climb up her stairs at the front of the house that she didn't want me to help her, and I couldn't understand why. It wasn't until I started my journey that I understood. She needed to show herself that she could do it. She needed to overcome that thing. Um, and I began to think about that. And then I saw uh, Arthur's story, I think, first on YouTube. And then I saw the resurrection of Jake Roberts. And I love Jake Roberts because I grew up watching him. And um, <laughs> when, I saw, <laughs> when I saw his story... You know, um, I could relate. I have, I, I struggle with alcohol and drug addiction. I had the same sexual trauma as a child. I had the same abuse. I had the same self-abuse, self-hatred that he discussed. In his, and I could relate to it. I could feel it. And I said, look at him. 
he's getting his life together, right? And, you know, he was in bad of shape as I was. He was sitting in his recliner. I was sitting in my bed. And I was 400 pounds and 43 years old. And I had high cholesterol and high blood pressure and uh, stenosis in my spine and thesis in my neck or whatever they call it. Um, my vertebrae all screwed up and screws in my legs and depressed and suicidal and life was over. I thought it was. And then I started thinking. I saw the Jake the Roberts. I saw Arthur. And I just said, you know, I, I felt something inside, that remnant of us that we haven't forgotten. And it just started uh, in February of 2019. It, it was like a fire started. February 11th, I got out of bed. I downloaded the app. I think I even reached out to DDP because I didn't understand how these things work. And he was kind enough to respond um, and offered me the, the, the app and gave me a little discount, which I appreciated, by the way. Thank you. Um, and I got started. I started with BedFlex. And um, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't walk 50 feet without neuropathy in my legs, dying or being out of breath. Uh, I had social anxiety. That was pretty bad. I wouldn't even want to leave the house. Um, I didn't spend time with anyone. I spent all my time in my bedroom. I ate there. I played video games. I, it was awful. But I, I didn't give up. There was still a part of me that wanted to fight, obviously. Um, so I got up in the first year. Went smooth. You know, I, I faked it till I made it, as they say. Um, I kept copying everyone else, looking at what they were doing, and said, I want to do that, too. I want their results. Um, that was 2020. Is that 2020? Yeah, 2020. 2019. Uh, the first year was tough, and I think I lost 70 or 80 pounds. Um, and then January 2020 came, and uh, my father died, and uh, oh, that was sorry. tough. Yeah, it's okay. You know, we were we were on good terms. We came a long way. Well, I can get into that with you, but. Um, if you want me to stop here and let you catch up or something or have a question, I can. No, nope. go um, ahead. Okay. Um, my father died. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, okay, man. We got to know. And, no, I'm sorry. You want me to wait or? No, nope. no. I'm, I was, I was nope. apologizing because I, I was reacting, and then it, it came in 30 seconds later and interrupted you, so I apologize <laughs> for the delay here. No, 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 no. That's fine. It's fine. It's no problem. Um, he died go for it, uh, January 25th. And then the, day, the next day, my favorite basketball player of all time, Kobe Bryant, died. Um, it was my father first, and then my childhood hero, or 20-year-old here when I was a young man. And it was just one thing, and then, my, then it was COVID. And then I got, um, <laughs> I got um, shingles because I didn't have, when I was a kid, I didn't have, I had chicken pox. And so I got shingles down the side of my face, and um, that happened. I also blew my shoulder out one time, but January kept going. I just kept falling over and over like the entire year was just fall down, get up. But I kept hearing DDP saying to my, in my mind and everybody else too. I mean, I'm watching everybody online. I'm watching Justin, you know, he was a real inspiration for me. Justin Dobbins, um, remarkable man. Um, and I was really impressed with him and a lot of people really, but he stuck out in my head. Um, he just kept going, you know, he kept pushing forward and that's what I kept doing. And that's what DDP kept telling me to do. And I kept failing. I'm not going to lie. My ego got in the way. 
Um, I wouldn't deal with my father's death. I didn't want to deal with the pain of that emotion. Um, it all came to a head in uh, September of 2020. Uh, I had I had had uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The stress was catching up with me. I hadn't been sleeping. I wasn't eating. I have bipolar disorder. I take Depakote, which also <laughs> makes it impossible to lose weight, by the way, which is also a new challenge. But tw- September came. Uh, I kept pushing. I was exhausted. I was about 2675, actually. I was down from 400, and I was pacing in my living room. I was doing the breathing. I'm big on DDP's breathing. That's the key for me. And I'm in the living room, and, you know, I'm going through my mantras, which are my, you know, my silent prayers, um, and I'm talking, and I'm working through issues while I'm exercising and breathing. And suddenly, there it was, this moment of clarity. Um, uh, <laughs> you know how they say that DDP says the light goes on? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, my light went on. And for me, I guess DDP tells you, you know, different for everyone, you know, how you experience your moment. Mine was, <sighs> I'm a Christian. I'm a believer, not religious, though. And mine was kind of a Paul on the road to Damascus, you know? I, uh, I always knew there was a God in all of this, and I believed in Jesus and whatever. But, you know, I'm pretty open-minded about religion, and in that moment, boom, there it was, and I felt myself alone in my own space with my own version of what I considered to be God. And I felt peace, quiet, calm, serenity. I felt my body felt loose and and didn't hurt, you know. And then I realized DDP is like, I'm like, holy crap, this is that moment. This is the self-realization. I'm in control of my breathing. I'm controlling my environment, my body. I'm in control of my reactions and decisions. And suddenly things started getting easier. Um, I, if I had breathed, which is the really a big key for me. Like, I can't stress that enough. Calm breathing. <sighs> like that. <laughs> and, and everything becomes focused. Everything becomes relaxed. I believe... Like, I'll share my testimony real quick. In my mind, from my perspective, I talked to my Lord, Jesus Christ, in my heart. And then I had my conversation. Whatever that means to anyone else. It's a private, you know, a personal thing. But it motivated me. And it kept me going. And I said, you know, right after that happened, this is going to be funny because, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm private about my, you know, certain things. But that was my moment. I found God. I found Christ. I felt, I felt touched. I felt, okay, this is the beginning of something great, right? Except it didn't go that way. <laughs> the first few weeks were great. And then I started to realize when you realize who you like yourself and you're in, you make your own choices and all the consequences of those things are the reactions in your life and the things that flow from that. And then I started looking at myself in the mirror and I, and I and it was real clear that there were a lot of things I needed to work on. Um, my ego was terrible. Like, I would always compare myself to everyone else. I would look at the boards. I loved everybody, and I wanted to be like them. 
because I was the guy that never got to be like anyone else. I was always on the side to myself, you know, and I, I saw this community. I saw these people succeeding and I'm like, I want that. I want to feel close to them, but I'm never close to anyone up until this point. Mind you, I'm not really a close person. I'm close from a distance. Most of us are, you know, and, uh, but it changed. It began to change in September, October, November of last year. Make a, a real quick point. During that time, during this moment, my bipolar got bad too because I wasn't sleeping and I wasn't eating. So I was, I was having racing thoughts, which is one of the side effects of bipolar. And I couldn't focus or concentrate on anything. My, my mind was everywhere. Um, tons of energy. Thankfully, <laughs> during all of this, I had my yoga, my DDPY. I could hit my mat and I could get that energy out. The, the, the high manic energy of bipolar disorder. I could deal with it, and I could focus it and channel it. Even while my mind was struggling, my emotions falling apart, dealing, struggling psychologically, and also having this epiphany, at the same time, I, I had enough. It was like, um, I, it was right, right before September 17th, I had to go to the hospital. I was exhausted. And I went, and I, I, was, I was even having hallucinations. It was bad. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I could hear myself saying, I got this. I know if I push through. I know if I keep moving. I know if I keep taking another step in front of the other, I'm going to get through this. God's with me. I'm not alone. I, I know I can get through this. The community's there. And I never stopped posting. I never told anyone because I, I was too proud, scared, afraid, I don't know, embarrassed to share these kinds of things because I was struggling, falling apart. The day I went to the hospital and came home, <laughs> I had just gotten laid down to get to sleep. It was around midnight, and DDP calls me on the phone. Mm -hmm. I mind you, I'm, I'm like on medication. Like I'm on uh, Xanax or something they gave me to calm me down. And I'm like ready to go to sleep. <sighs> I just got the kids to sleep. I'm relaxed. Just got done. <laughs> I answer the phone, and he goes, hey, it's DDP. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, I haven't slept in three days. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to <laughs> talk to him. Okay, I got to hold my shit together, right? I'm going to do this. I got this. So I'm standing in the, in the kitchen. I'm bugging, by the way. You know, I'm still dealing with bipolar, so I'm still having hallucinations. Okay? My medications had a bad reaction. That's what caused it all. And I'm talking to DDP while struggling with this, and I'm breathing. <sighs> I got this. I'm all right. It's going to be okay. I can talk to him. I can make, make it through this conversation somehow. Um, and I did. And it went great. And we had a nice conversation. He's an awesome guy, you know. Um, and I get his, head, his voice in my head still. He's my coach. He's like, you know, uh, Dick Buckus yelling at me, telling me to get on the mat. I love it. I love it. I yell at him too. I mean, I have whole conversations with him and I always lose. How do I lose these conversations that are only in my head anyway? Um, he's amazing. <laughs> uh, you got to keep a sense of humor. You have to have a sense of humor in this life or it's over for True. you. Um, but True. anyway, um, the whole thing that came out of it, I was falling apart, but this vision in my mind, that told me, just be yourself, 
and have compassion. That was what I saw in the presence of what I call God. Just be compassionate and be yourself. No other message. No other divine purpose other than just be you. Right? Who am I? So then I, then I, that was when DDP sent me an email. And I, I'm talking to him a little bit. And um, he's like, well, you know, you got all the major stuff. Now you just got to figure out who you are. Like, yep. shit. That's what the voice said too, right? That's what God, so whatever God is, I'm not telling you what he is. Or he or her. I think it's a female personally. I, I, think it, I think God is an attractive black female. That's how I vision her. I want you to know that. Um, so I'm going to say she. Anyway, whatever you think she is, that voice was telling me, be yourself. Believe in yourself and have compassion for yourself and others. Seems simple, right? DDP says it. Who are you? That's when the whole conversation with myself and God for the next four months took place. Between September and now or about a month and a half ago, when I started feeling good again. Uh, it was a journey. I had to strip down my ego. I had to look at the fact that I was comparing myself to others, that I was judging myself and judging others, that I was always coming up lacking, and I was doing certain things for the wrong reason. I, I, after a while, it stopped being about losing the weight and started being about, am I good enough? You know what I'm saying? And looking for validation. Yeah. When the only validation yeah. I needed was in the mirror. Because when I, my wife stopped me and she said, honey, now my wife is the most amazing woman in the entire planet. I'm a stay-at-home father. I have been for 18 years. She is the breadwinner. And she's a very successful woman. I support her. We have kind of a role reversal. Um, she's amazing. And she stops me and she says, who was on the mat with you? Who, who was getting you up in the morning or changing your diet? I said, me. She said, well, who do you think needs to tell you you did a good job? I said, I guess me. She says, yeah, because I was also disappointed that I, I screwed up uh, on the DDPY challenge. Um, I was still recovering from the thing, and I tried to put together a video, and I just I screwed it up. I know I did. Um, I think I, I sometimes wonder if I sabotage myself to give myself more time to recover um, from what I went through. Um, but it was a lesson because it hurt me that I did that. I disappointed myself because I had worked for the, the DDP Unstoppable Challenge for two years. I wanted to be a part of that. Uh, I let myself down, and I'm not going to make excuses. I had a mental health crisis, but I knew I could have done better. And I knew it in my heart. So I resolved to straighten it out. And I did. Come January, last month, I started over again. And uh, <laughs> down to 255, which was a goal for me. Um, I, I walk three miles a day. I do my DDP every day. My wife and I are exercising together. Um, life is changing because I'm making new choices because I believe in myself, because I have my center, which is God, Christ, my whatever. She's wonderful. And I have my family, my friends, and I, I have a sense of self. I know now what it is, why I do DDPY. I can tell you, and it has nothing to do with my weight, because it makes me feel happy. 
Yeah. Because it makes me it makes me feel alive. It makes me when I'm in the throes of a manic episode and the depression is hitting me and I feel like I'm I'm I just want to phone it in. I can't take anymore. I put on my mat. Even if my body hurts, even if I'm tired, I do bed flex. I do something. I get on there and breathe. And all of a sudden, I'm back in that place, that place of stillness, calm, focus, and everything becomes my world. And I realize it's mine. I'm talking about my personal space, my bubble. Every choice I make in that bubble is mine. Every feeling I have, and it's calm. (sighs) Arms out. Stretch your fingers. Now clench your fist. (sighs) Breathe out. Drop your legs to the left. (sighs) There it goes. That feels good. I feel alive again. Now my pain is eased, and now I can focus. Now I can get up and start my day. Now when I get up in the morning, I tell myself good things. I tell myself, this is going to be an amazing day. I write a diary now. First thing I write is, God is good, Christ is with me, love DDP. This is going to be an amazing day. And then I make it happen. It doesn't always work, (laughs) but that's the attitude I want to start with. So the story is simple. I kept failing. I failed a lot. I mean, a lot, really. And I still fail. But the, the program makes me believe, and I make me believe. I can, and my faith makes me believe. I can keep going no matter what. I'm not going to stop, you know. I'm unstoppable because I choose to be. And that's what you have to do. Otherwise, you get stuck. You can't allow that. You've got to keep moving forward. It's hard, but it's possible if you believe in yourself. That's what I believe. So. Sorry, that's I didn't mean to hog up so man. much time. <laughs> no, man, that, that's I love it. That's powerful, man. I I was just I'm you just know, I, no, I just figure honesty is the best policy. You know, I've I've fallen apart many times in my life, man. You know, and uh, but each time I come back together, I'm like Solomon Grundy. I die, <laughs> but I never die the same way twice. And every time I come back, I'm stronger. You know, and that's how I look at it. You can't kill me the same way because I'm gonna get stronger you, and. Uh, you mentioned the the, the Jake Roberts uh, the documentary, and when you were telling your story, there's one thing that I thought about, and and I think it was the the total crux of the Jake the Snake Roberts documentary and the story. Um, Jake comes back after relapsing uh, on drugs, and he's sitting in bed, and he's just he's he's just torn up about it, and he said, "I just blew yep. 200 something days of sobriety and, and ruined it all." And I think the one thing was the most important important thing in that moment is uh, when Dallas uh, said to Jake. You didn't blow 200 days of sobriety. You're 201. You're that's, that's right. one day. Right. And that's if, right. if you look at it that way, you, you, I mean, you can easily discount all the hard work and say we're starting from square one. But everything that got you to that point is is education. It's it's something. It's valuable because tomorrow's a fresh start, a, a fresh day, and it's not that's day exactly one. Right. It's day 201 and one. <laughs> you know what the great part about falling apart is. When you pick up the pieces, you have an opportunity to you, – when you have to pick up the pieces, you get to examine the pieces and figure out yep. why they broke. And, and it, it yep. really gives you an opportunity. It's hard, man. I'm still doing it every day. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult, but I got to say, it's wonderful because 
every time I walk outside now and I see the sun, I'm, a, I'm grateful. I wake up in the morning and I can breathe. I'm grateful because my chest doesn't hurt because I'm, I'm not carrying an extra 200 pounds almost that was hurting me. You know, my legs don't hurt. I can walk. I'm like, grateful, God, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm like out saying hi to everyone. My, my social anxiety has gone out the window because, you know, it's positive mentality. I start the day. You know, and it's not just that. It's what you eat, like high vibrational foods. Like um, I eat a lot of uh, vegetables, fruits. Um, today was bananas, apples, turkey cheese a little bit, nuts, some pistachios, and some gluten-free granola with a little bit of ham and some green beans. Beautiful day. My body's energized. You know, I'm 46 tomorrow, okay? And I can outwork my nephew sometimes. <laughs> He's 27, you know? And, and uh, you know, I have no trouble keeping up at the gym. I'm not trying to, but I'm not getting tired either. And that's the thing. DDP's program is, <laughs> it is a, it's a miracle of engineering of a madman's mind that loves him because he came up with something so brilliant that you don't even realize you're doing it until after it happens. And, and he is conditioning your body to wake up, to be strong, to be healthy. He's getting your mind focused. He's getting your breathing right. And before you know it, all of a sudden one day, and he wasn't kidding. One day you, you walk, you wake up and you feel young. And you ask yourself, oh, shit, I'm down 150 pounds. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having sex with my wife like I'm 25. I'm, 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 I am. You know, I'm doing exercises I didn't think possible. I still have issues. Like my hips are bad. My knees are still shot. I'm still working on them, you know. I have, there are some positions I still can't do. You know, I have a problem with broken table out to the left because of my hips. I'm still working on it. <laughs> two years but it's wonderful because like it's every day i know i put my my hip out just a little further i'm like progress and i'll count that like i'll take the smallest thing and i'll billboard it and just celebrate that thing all night and tell myself how great i am so when i wake up the next day i walk out like oh uh, hold on a second <laughs> I, was like, I got excited but i'm gonna walk out like the nature boy you know, and I'm going to be like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Woo! You know, whether you like it or you hate it, learn to love it, baby. It's the best thing going today. You know, and I tell myself that. I, I cut promos on myself in the mirror all the time. Like, you know, I'm challenging myself, like ravishing Rick Rude and telling myself where all the ladies come look. And I'm having fun and I'm laughing and I'm saying, that's the point, right? Isn't that the point of it all? I feel your energy, man. Like you, you can tell you're buzzing, man. And when you're hurting so long, when you're feeling so bad, when when you start feeling good, it's it's a high, it's a buzz. You know, <laughs> you start, yeah, you baby. sound, you sound like you're buzzing. You sound like you're excited about life. And well, I did when you really start making those it. changes, that <laughs> you can feel that though. You feel that when you're somewhere in such a, a rut. Once you start getting on the edge of that. That kind of uh, positivity is audible. You can, you can yeah, feel but now that. Now there's another thing we have to do, right? So we have the audible, we have the physical, and we have the mental. So what's the next thing, baby? We spread it. We break it out, out of the egg carton, and we throw one to everybody. And we say, here you go. Here you go. Here's your egg. Go sit, go sit on this because I can show you how to make it hatch. Because I know a guy, a wild guy, 
named DDP who's walked a mile, Mm -hmm. who knows how to smile, who can get you there in style. Woo! (laughs) You feel me? I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I know. I love the. Listen, I'm a wrestling fan. Um, I'm a mark for wrestling. I love it. Um, You know, I, I grew up Hulk Hogan. Rick Flair, the Four Horsemen, Tully Blanchard uh, was my man. I loved him. TV title, tag team title with Arn Anderson. These guys were my heroes, the Four Horsemen. Uh, so, and Diamond Dallas Page, too. I will always call him the original people's champ. Praise God, because he is. And he will always be my personal people's champ. So, <laughs> Good guy. I really do respect him. Although, I tell you what, I did hate him for a while, but in all the right ways. It's the way that, like, when I was in high school, my coach yelled at me and told me I was a turd because I wouldn't get down and do an extra five push-ups, and I needed that. I needed the swift kick in the ass, and that's what he gave me, you know? And I appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm grateful, super grateful. That's awesome. You know, my, my, my mom – oh, sorry, Crystal, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I think one of the greatest things about Dallas is – he believes in you sometimes long before you believe in you. So, you know, and then you don't want to let him down. So then you work that much harder. And then before you know it, you are in a place that you never even thought that you were oh going to be. Oh, my God. It's great. Yeah. Well, I'm just getting started. Look, I'm 45. I'll be 46 tomorrow. Okay. And I'm telling you, Stanley. One of my favorite people of all time. I'm a comic book nerd, okay? I love comic books. I have thousands of action figures because I'm a nerd, all right? So I love, Star- I love comics. Stan Lee did not create Spider-Man until he was 40-something, okay? And, <laughs> and he lived to be 90. So he lived another 50 years more than double. And I'm on 46. What could I create? What can I make in this world? What can I do for someone? How could I help someone? To get to where I'm at, could I make a positive impact? Hell yeah. I'm 46. I'm young. I don't know why anyone thinks that because you get a little older and you got a few grays on your chin that it's time to call it a a day. I don't think so. I'm just getting fired up, you know? I'm just starting to feel alive. It's so important. And you're so right. When we get to a certain age, like, you know, we get into our 40s, you're you're expected to be established in whatever you're in and just live all your days doing that. Don't try anything new. Don't recreate yourself. Who the hell wants to do that, honestly? I I was watching a Rodden Dangerfield thing the other day, and, like, that guy didn't get famous until his 50s. Like, that guy got famous in his 50s. He had had tried stand-up when he was 20. Didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> was working, you know, restaurants and docks and all this stuff. Goes back in and tries it at 50. You tell someone tomorrow mm-hmm. you're going to an open mic and you're going to try to do stand-up and make that your career at 50 years old, you'll be called irresponsible. You'll be called ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's, it's considered a bad thing. But once you make that, right? all those people are going to be lining up asking for free tickets for your show. And that's what happened here's with Rodney. My question. They all said he was ridiculous. But here's my real question, okay? Who the hell made up that rule? Who said that? Who said that when you get to be 40? Look, I, I used to believe that and when I was Probably 43. Probably somebody who didn't make it. Somebody who's like, I really, I feel for them then because I know how, how much that hurt to be in that position, to feel that. I used to be resentful too. 
before I started making changes, I was always angry at everyone. And I wasn't angry at them. I hated myself because of the choices I was making. And I didn't like it, but I wanted to blame anyone but me. Classic narcissism. But I had to work on it. You know, but I had to see it first. I had to recognize it. That's what God showed me. But also he uses people like DDP, the people on the boards, you. We're all angels in our own way. We're all special if we choose to be. You know what I mean? We can help. DDP chose to help. He may not have known it when he decided to, but he saved my life that day. You know, however many years ago he started the program. So it was beautiful. I can't tell you how grateful I am to him. It's true though. There are no coincidences. You know, I'm a big I'm a big believer in uh, what's it called uh, synchronicity. Big believer in that. Everything like the Buddhist philosophy, they're great. I love them. They they have this idea that you know, well balance. You know, and everything happens for a reason, and you can just kind of take life as it comes and do your thing, and you'll get through it all right. But just don't, never. Never try to be what you think others want you to be. Nope. You know? Now, be you. You want to hear something crazy? <clears throat> here's, how, here's how wonderfully liberating DDPY has made me. I, 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 my body is healthier than it's ever been, except in my teenage years. My mind is finally getting healthy. I overcame something terrible after something beautiful. <laughs> but DDP is focusing. All those times that I got on the mat and just sat there, breathing, <laughs> focusing, you wouldn't believe how much benefit I get from that, you know. But <laughs> as I lose focus while I'm talking, isn't that ironic? But, um, no, it's been really fantastic. Um, I really, I get a little choked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's beautiful, it's, it man. Gets, no, that's you know, it gets me a little emotional, and sometimes, you know, I'm a baby, and I cry, so, you know, what are you going to do? Well, it seems like you also were willing to, you know, one of the hardest things to do is to look within ourselves and find our own uh, situation and, and, and analyze it. Uh, our first, whenever anything goes wrong, it's the first things I typically always did was, you know, try to find a finger to point to that. And when I actually looked hard in the mirror and realized that a lot of the stuff in my life was, you know, brought to me by my own hand or, or I could have reacted differently. There's things that are uh, above our control, but then there's some really uncomfortable truths that you have to look inward at. And it looks like you were kind of able to really go in and self-analyze, which is a hard thing to do with any uh, semblance of honesty a lot of times. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. The experience I had, um, my road, my moment on the road to Damascus basically broke it down for me. Because the joy that I was filled with wasn't compatible with the person I was. You understand? To have bliss, to be happy in that manner, you can't have a false sense of self. You can't walk around with the ego in front of you because it's painful if you do. You can't do it. You could try, but in the end, you're going to want to be yourself. Because this, this feeling you have is only genuine when you're being truthful to yourself, to who you are, and who you really want to be. When you do that, 
You're the most powerful being on the planet when you're truthful to yourself because you're impervious to the distractions of the opinions of others that are negative. You understand? Because you're walking in your own power. You're walking in your own strength that was given to you by your creator. And you're saying, I am confident that if I make this choice, it's going to go okay. Or if I work hard, I'm going to get the result. But if I say, I'll give you an uncomfortable truth. Boy, I'm laying it out for you guys tonight, huh? Um, I'm going to go all the way. So, my wife and I, I had to tell her that my entire life I'm bisexual. I couldn't tell anyone because I'm the big guy, the strong guy, the tough guy, raised in an environment where that was frowned upon. Couldn't be myself. Now, I'm married to my wife, so that's my choice. So I'm married to a woman. But if I wasn't, I would date whoever I felt like. And I had to be able to say that. Even though I'm not going nowhere and I'm happy in my marriage, the point was I can't lie about who I am any longer. I thought that would be a problem, right? It wasn't. At first, it was shocking. But then we got closer. It opened up a whole new avenue of our relationship, okay? And honesty. And you'd be surprised how, what happens when you just, you know, lay your shit on the floor in front of the people you love. And trust them. It's hard to do. You've got to trust them when you do it. And you're like, you know what? This is me. Good, bad, and ugly. And I'm here for you, and I love you, but I only ask that you accept me and let me breathe the air as myself instead of wearing this ridiculous mask that's not me anymore. Trying to fit in instead of being myself, loving myself, and having some compassion towards myself and towards others. It's really simple. That was what I brought out of all this. (sighs) The refreshing feeling of peppermint patties at the top of a mountain is exactly like liberation. And compassion and love, you see. So good for you, man. That's that's, that's awesome, <laughs> and and what a be- what a beautiful story, and what an amazing wife, you know. To I hope fully I be able to out. accept you after all. No, no, no. I, it's beautiful, <laughs> man. No, I, I, I yeah. mean, What a, and 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 to your wife too. Like obviously, this so much discovery has come over time, and you know, you seem like any relationship where you're able to kind of fully unburden your soul to. Um, even you know, and probably with you coming out and, and telling her that something that you've probably been concerned it about was a or stressed about too, coming chest, off, absolutely. You know how nice it is to be able to, to both of us to look at Hugh Jackman and say he's cute, and not and not have to hide <laughs> it. It's great, you know. <laughs> just saying. Wow, that's. I'm just saying that's, he's that's a handsome awesome. man. So <laughs> anyway, Congrats. I won't deny. Oh, Hugh Jackman is uh, a good-looking man. I, I think it's, I'll, I'll go there, but <laughs> no, but that's amazing, man. Congratulations! <laughs> on it. That's uh, thank that, you. That's cool. And, thank and you very much. That's that's awesome that she was. You know, something that probably you were nervous about was her reaction and the fact that she yeah. was, uh, you know, no, was I was by bugging. your side and I stuff. I was stressing because I was stressing, of course. You know, because like you know, I'm Mr. Macho Man all these years, and that just wasn't me. It was bullshit. So, you know, when I finally, when I'm telling you, the BDPY program is with the, my faith and that program are the key. 
because it really allowed me to invest in me and get to know myself. And when I did that, I'm not afraid anymore. I live, in, I live without fear. <laughs> it's beautiful. I mean, you know, and every day is not easy. Some days are shit. I ain't going to lie. But most days are pretty good, you know. And in the wash, that's pretty good in life. To have most days pretty good. And you have a few crappy ones, you know. So you take it and you balance it out. And you go with it. And it works. And it gets better. You see? That's, 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 you know, that's it in a nutshell, I suppose. I'm, I'm still learning, so I'm evolving. <laughs> we all but, are. It's a, it's a I love process. your show, yeah. by the way. Did I tell you guys I love your show? I listened to a few episodes. <laughs> you guys are great, really. I, oh, I mean, I have a lot of fun no, listening yeah. to it. You know, and you no, show I, a lot I of respect that. to the people, and it, it, it's, it's, no, it's nice. Because, you know, on the outside looking in, you know, for us, for people that are like us that have gone through this, it means a lot. It's special to be able to talk to people and to be able to say, hey, man, you know, this is where I'm coming from, you know, and I know you are too, you know, and let's get together and support one another. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. And that's the best thing you can do for this entire world is first change you and then help the other guy change himself in the way that he wants to or don't change at all. But whatever makes you happy, you see? Do what makes you happy. Don't do things that hurt yourself. And DDPY is like, hey, eat right, exercise, breathe, <sighs> believe in yourself, positivity. It's like, it's a gold mine. It really is. Well, Sorry. we appreciate you uh, coming on and talking to us, man. And that's, you know, that what we always try to do is, you know, we have an hour to kind of share somebody's story and, and have you kind of tell it in your own words and, you know, there's a lot of people out there, as you probably knew when you were at the bottom of your, uh, you know, barrel. Oh, my God. I you, can name a lot like of people the, that were there for me. You, you probably feel, you know, like you're the only person at the world at times going through that. But when someone shares your story, they may not relate to the whole thing, but they pick parts and they see, I see myself in, in Christopher. I see this part of me. I recognize this part. And having somebody in the fight with you that you, even if you don't know them, just knowing that somebody's in and you're not alone is, is important. And I, well, I, so I'm you know, brother, I got you find... back. Absolutely, man. Mm. Me too, man. And, and, and Miss Mother Nature, I got your back too. Aw, thank you. And I you're just you. lovely, by the way. I love. She's so nice. Aw. She's so sweet, you know. And thank you so you know much. What? Nice to me. Christopher, if you're not nice and you're a Canadian, you'll get kicked out of the country. <laughs> so. I heard that. I heard that. I heard they will. They'll, they'll send you to. They'll send you to. Be, they'll send you here. And then you'll get lost. Oh no! In the bus. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to sneak over the border for for months, but the, the, I've I've made too many Canadian jokes. So Crystal has the. Oh, dude, I know some <laughs> really savage Canadian jokes. You mentioned Rodney Dangerfield, right? Oh no, yeah. I'm not sure I can tell this one. I probably shouldn't, so I'm not going no. to. Sorry, we'll say, we'll but it involves it involves marital relations in a hockey game, and that'll leave it at that. <laughs> I, you know, I'm well, French-Canadian, well, I mean, uh, actually. You are? My my family's French-Canadian, the Durants. They're from, they're oh, from uh, my, mother's, my mother's side of the family. They're farmers or something, I think. Or pirates. Oh, wow. I wasn't sure. Farmers or pirates. Oh, I'm pirate. They're pirate farmers. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, man. I'm looking into what, that. They just, 
Right, riding through on the riding mower with like a flag. No, yeah, no, they, come up, they come up on the riding mower and you're bailing <laughs> hay, and they they just demand all your hay and tie you up and leave you there. Yeah. I, I I hear, I hear it's an epidemic. I hear it's an epidemic of French Canadian farmer pirates up there. You got to watch out. <laughs> I want to move to Canada. I thought of, <laughs> you know, I love Canada though. You know, it's a great place. They started the country and no one showed up. I don't know what happened. It's like no population. That's a Rodney Dangerfield joke, and I gave it to you, and you let me die with it. But okay. That's fine. Sorry, man. That was gold. But all right. The other joke is better. I'll email you the joke, and then you'll, you know, not you, young lady, because I'm a gentleman. You don't get the joke. Just him. If you only knew. Oh, I bet. I bet. So we the quiet we'll to, one. We'll, yeah, my we'll release it on the unrated. We'll release it on the unrated uh, DVD version. Ah, oh. oh, we'll have. You know what? We'll have bloopers too. We'll do bloopers. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, we, we could have like someone cut a fart on Mike and it got caught on live. That would be funny, wouldn't it? Got, oh. Okay, that got really quiet. Burping instead, then. <laughs> Nobody's ever farted during a radio interview. There's got to be a first no. for that. You gotta laugh. Oh, uh, you have to laugh. that's why we have the, the the mute button is a wonder. Let's just put it back. Oh great! I wonder how many times I've been muted. I'm gonna listen to the interview and I'm like talking. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I don't know that, you know. What did I just say? They muted me. <laughs> well, and the only thing you'll hear just... is DDP. <laughs> Everything else was edited. Yeah, exactly. I deserve uh, it. Well, we are just about to get kicked off the air. We got a couple minutes left, so we got to take care of a couple more minutes of business, and then we're going to let you guys go. Awesome. Um, real quick, uh, don't forget that the DDPY uh, radio Instagram, Crystal's been working on that lately, so go check that out. There's uh, the DDPY app, there's uh, all kinds of stuff the, uh, Facebook. the uh, resistance bands, the Facebook page, mm. all that stuff. Don't forget to check it out. Uh, ddpy.com, uh, ddpradio.com. We're going to be back next week with another episode. Uh, but we like to end every episode we do here with the Canadian quote master dropping some wisdom on us. So, Crystal Stewart, <laughs> let's uh, you know wrap ourselves up and, uh, and fire off into next week with a quote to kind of take us through. Sure. This one this week is from Winston Churchill. So, um, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that always counts. That is awesome. Wow. That's a great quote. Yeah. And you always you always yeah, bring the goods, my friend. Well, thank, thank you guys you. so awesome. much. Thank you, Crystal, for uh, uh, for this uh, coming on and, and calling off Mother Nature on us. And thank you, Christopher, for coming on. And <laughs> it was a hell of a show, a lot of fun. Thanks for the laughs as well. I always appreciate those. And uh, I'm sorry I talked to... so much. I apologize. No, no man, I love it. That's what we're here for. We're here for here to show the show stories. I mean, people have heard enough of me yammering on to, to <laughs> have a night off. Oh, I love your voice. <laughs> Very masculine, and I like it. Very sexy. Oh uh, well, I appreciate. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. I'll tell you. I'll give you that. And you know you <laughs> like it, and that's okay. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I'll, I'll have to. You're uh, very welcome. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll get into some false, sultry voiceover work. Oh, that's something my. Oh yes. I'll work reading with you. reading romance novels. We'll make it a twosome. How's that sound? Me and you. There oh, we go. Two guys working together. Uh, I'm kidding. Appreciate- Relax. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. 
It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Chris. So you have to come back on and, and talk to us again and give us a follow-up. Absolutely, anytime. I love you guys. Well, God bless. Wonderful. You too, man. You. We'll talk to you All soon, right. and we'll talk to you guys soon <laughs> next week with another episode of DDP Radio Live at DDPRadio.com. Fun show tonight. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Crystal's worked very hard over there, so uh, let's get this thing uh, off the air, and we're uh, heading out, blasting through to next weekend or next week with a brand new episode right here at DDPRadio.com, Stitcher, iTunes, everywhere you find your favorite podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.